Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. And I'm Nick Amaral. And welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, episode number 35. Today, we're going to be talking all about ways that tech coaches can and should stop doing things for teachers. Nick, how are you today? It is a great day out. We are certainly looking forward to the weather. How are you? <laughs> Just prepping for the uh, the incoming snowstorm and... Uh... You know, the Arctic blast that we're going to be getting here on the East Coast. Uh, have they officially called it the blizzard of 2019 yet here? Uh, not yet, but I, I think they named it, right? I don't know what they gave him. Howard or Hank or well, what's his name? It's an H this time, right? I'll, I'll tell you the name that I'm calling it. I'm calling it the blizzard of, oh my goodness, I can't wait to get down to Florida for FETC next weekend. That's right. Does that not put Florida in more perspective now where you're like, you know what? Here we go, 70 degrees. <laughs> I am so looking forward to that. We have some great things going on in Florida. I got to say, if you're a tech coach and you're heading down to FETC, we want to hang out with you guys. We're looking at putting together a tech coaches meetup. Check us out over on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Find us if you're if you're going down there. We would love to meet up with you. And Nick, you've got some great stuff going on in Florida. I'm looking forward on Sunday at 1.30 to doing our educational podcasting workshop where we're going to be talking about a brand new and fantastic app called Synth, an app that we just put together a, a, a pretty robust, I would say, review on. That's what I'm looking forward to, Nick. What are you looking forward to? Uh, you know, building PLN and, uh, you know, just getting in contact with a lot of people you don't get to see or speak to often, especially in our roles. And even though we stay, you know, in contact via Twitter and, and stuff like that, just to meet up physically and, you know, over a, a cup of coffee or grab a lunch and just share some ideas and sit down and spend some more time together. And I understand that um, if, if, if the mood is right, you're able to take some tech coaches out on a boat ride on It's a Small World. Is that what you're doing on Monday? <laughs> that might be it. Maybe on It's a Small World or, uh, I don't know, is Jurassic Park up and running? That's I was going to see if you're going to be doing any magic carpet rides while we're down there. <laughs> no, not specifically. There is a lot of great things that we're looking forward to. Again, guys, if you're going down to FETC, check us out. Uh, we're going to be running all over. I'm going to be spending a lot of time at the Microsoft booth. You might find me over at Padcaster or with Schoology or WeVideo. Lots of great places, but we will definitely be running around uh, doing some great things over at FETC. So find us on Twitter at Ask the tech coach but that's not all we're looking forward to nick we've got a, a pretty interesting tech coach presentation coming up on february the 12th just for tech coaches all about copa and ferpa but nick there's only one way that tech coaches are able to actually check out that presentation yeah, and that's going to be joining our TeacherCast Mastermind group. And, uh, you know, you can go to teachercast.net slash mastermind. And uh, there, you know, that's where you can sign up to be a part of it. It's a, it's a niche group. And what's great, it's really become a family. Um, we're noticing that more and more as we continue to add more people into our cohort two and, and cohort three to come in the future that all then become uh, a place for them to share and, and to feel like they have other people in tech coach or instructional coach or digital innovation specialist, all the different titles that they feel like they have a place to go to for constructive criticism and feedback and whatnot and feel like, you know, everything's kept in house. So it's a great place. Um, and we're still offering a coupon code. So we're offering $50 off TC 50. 
uh, if you pay for the uh, the two month plan, or if you go to six month or twelve months, Jeff, which we now offer, they can get a hundred dollars off the six month or the twelve month plans with TC one hundred. There's a lot of great things that are happening over at the Mastermind. We've got about twenty amazing tech coaches, and it's growing all the time. If you're looking to build your PLN this year, and hey, if you're willing to get your school district to pay for it, you can check it out again. We've got two month offerings, six month offerings, twelve month offerings. Join our Tech Coach Mastermind today. We've got a fantastic presentation coming up uh, from the D- Department of Education. They're, they're still working these days, Nick. Um, all about COPA and FERPA. And we've got some other great things that we have lined up for March, April, and May as we head into the summer months here. And, you know, with all of this stuff, we have had a lot of tech coaches email us about this topic, Nick. This important topic. It's about stopping the urge like how do you how do you handle that urge to do things for your teachers you know nick i remember being a tech coach a new tech coach four years ago all i wanted to do was to walk into a class and go here i'll do that for you oh you don't know how to make a google doc i'll do that for you oh you don't know how to make a video i'll do that for you too and then you realize that you don't have enough arms to do all of that stuff and it's an important topic. Now, Nick, do you find it, uh, you know, something that you routinely do? Like, do you find yourself hopping in and trying to save the day? I, I find that often. And I think one of the problems is, is that, you know, in this type of role, when where you're trying to build these relationships and, and get very comfortable with the teachers, it's very easy to fall into, you know, I, I want to help you with break fix things. And I want to change the ink in your printer and, and change the bulb in your projector. And that's great. And I think it's a way to get started because it gets your foot in the door and helps build the relationships, but doing it too often all the time, then they start to see you in those roles. Plus, they're not mastering the skills of being able to do it themselves. And, and when that's stuff we wouldn't do with our students, right? We're not going to step aside from our students and say, hey, let me take it over from here and let me show you how to write this you know, concluding paragraph for your essay. I'm going to write it for you. You know, we want to guide them along the process. And the same thing is with the teacher. So it's very easy to fall into that. And, and I've definitely been a culprit of that before just because you know talking to the teacher and getting to know them or that staff member and and it's like you know you sort of take over the gig and you got to step back for a second be able to look at what's the ultimate goal here and what should this person be able to walk away with uh, now nick the important question here is what about with your administrators right if if you're seeing your administrator struggle it's easy to have the urge to say, I'll take that off of your hands, right? Because you you want to be a team player. You want them to know that you're competent. You, you know, you want to go to that, to your upper and wag your little tail and say, love me, love me. Look at what you brought in here. I can do this. I'm awesome. How do you stop yourself from knowing when to do it? And how do you stop yourself from just being that, you know, I, I keep calling it a tail wagger, but I mean, really, it's just that, it's that love me experience, right? So I, I think when we start thinking about it is, um, you know, it's not a problem to come ahead and, and go there with some type of, uh, you know, a plan and, a, and, and an expectation that, okay, I'm going to work with them and, and take maybe something that they've done and take it a step further. So maybe the idea is just enough to get them started with something, but acknowledge to that administrator that, you know, maybe you do want to show off some of the work that you're doing or, or you want to take something upon yourself to maybe get them started and then be able to take what they've started 
and take that to another level. So I don't know. I don't know if that's maybe the right way to do it, but I find that I've done that a lot of times myself where, you know, I'm guiding them and I'm walking them through some things and, you know, it's like, you know, click here, do this and try doing this. That way I'm not actually the physically, you know, the one doing it, but I'm hovering over them and guiding them along the way. But then when it's done, now I'm a little bit more than willing to now take the project, especially for them and say, okay, here, let me add some wow factor stuff. And then maybe next time we'll go back over it that way. So today we're going to talk about four ways to really just settle in, be comfortable with yourself and stop doing things for those teachers to let your teachers grow as educators and as leaders of themselves. Nick, what is one of the first things that we can do to really stop doing things for teachers? I think the first thing to do is to really have a plan in place, um, you know, and I, and I think having the plan is going to be able for you to sit back and say, OK, if I'm meeting with this teacher and I know what we're meeting about, how can I make sure before I step foot in the door, what I, my expectation is for them to be able to do and what do I how, how do I build? You know, like when we go into a workshop, we're not going into all of our workshops blindfolded. We build a lesson plan. We have an idea of what the expectation and the goal is. And I think that's the same exact thing we need to do with each individual teacher that maybe we're coaching or mentoring or, you know, guiding along the way. It's just having that plan in place and then being able to go there and implement that plan. I bet that goes the same thing for the teachers, right? When you walk in the room, they have to have a, some kind of a plan for what they want to do with you. Absolutely. And I think that's the next part of it, which I think kind of goes hand in hand. I, I wouldn't say this is another, you know, one of the four ways and, and things to stop doing, you know, to get your teachers to stop doing things. Uh, you stop doing it for your teachers, but it's for the teacher, like you said, to have that goal in place. So now you have a plan, but now let's talk real quick. You know, let's create a goal by the end of this session. What do you need to walk out with doing? And I, I think that that opens up now a dialogue between the two of you. There's a little bit of an understanding and, and a nodding that then should happen. Okay, now I get what's sort of going to happen here in this session. Now, how do we do that, right? And this is something that I struggle with because if I, you know, if you and I are working and you say, can you help me with this, right? I fall into the trap of breaking that fourth wall and say, okay, Nick, you're going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And you know, I'm actually like walking them through the coaching process. I, I feel that there's sometimes a need to do that. And sometimes it's just, let's just work through this naturally. Nick, why don't you do this? And I'll do this. Okay. Now, why don't you do this? And I'll do this as opposed to giving them the entire, you know, nine chapter book all at the same time. And that's going to be inundating, you know, to, to do that and be like, here's everything all in one shot. I don't know how much they're going to be able to remember for the next time that that issue comes up. And then you might be stuck just re kind of gurgitating and doing the same exact thing you just did. Right. So you're right. Breaking down the steps here and having that clear plan of, okay, in this session, if your goal is you want to create a filter in your Gmail, here are the steps to do that. But I'm going to talk you through the process as maybe you, physically do the process. And I think that's hard to, to start, right? Because let's say that I'm working with Nick and Nick says, hey, can you make me a video? I don't know how to do that. And I might say, look, I'll, I'll make this first video for you and we'll talk about how I did it and then you can bring it into your classroom. Well, the next week, Nick might come back and say, hey, I need a second video. I need a third video. And at some point you have to say, look, I made the first one for you but you got to start to learn how to do this year. And those are the hard conversations because, you know, what I find is sometimes that stops the relationship right there when they're realizing, oh, this person isn't working for me. 
They want me to do it. I don't have time. Forget about it. And that sort of leads us into, you know, the next step, because to me, that's about being transparent on both ends, though. That's you as the tech coach being transparent. Hey, look, I got to remind you what my goal is here. My goal isn't for me to do it for you so that you can walk away and just have this product or something created. The goal here is me as the coach, me as the development coordinator. I need to make sure that you learn this skill so that you can work with it with your students or teach them how to do it. Or, hey, it could be something simple, Jeff. I mean, how many oft- how often do we run into teachers where they want to do something and it's a program that maybe teachers just use? You know, I can't tell you how many times I've worked with teachers that, you know, hey, guide me, guide me through the process again. How do I use our online program to submit a digital professional leave form? And I got to like show them how and walk them through the process and how that works and how to create the form or whatever. So, you know, they need to be able to do that so that they don't have to rely on you when you're not there all the time. That doesn't work at home either, right? Like it's that not like, hey, could you show me how to change a diaper I forgot today? Like, <laughs> right. That doesn't right. work. Right. Absolutely. And and you got to be, they have to be transparent on their end too. And I think they have to understand that like, okay, I understand what his goal and now he needs to understand or she needs to understand what my expectation is and what I'm hoping to get out of this session. Um, and again, I think that creates that, that little nod and that little wink between, you know, both individuals there that are, that are taking part in this coaching session. So we talked about the first way here, which is really have a plan and create a goal, both for yourself and with that teacher. Our second way to stop here is to be transparent. Be honest with what you're trying to get out of the, uh, I'll say situation. I don't want to say the word relationship there, but the situation. Uh, Nick, what's the third thing that we can do for us to stop doing things for teachers constantly? Putting them in the driver's seat, you know, getting them in charge of, the process and creating the product or learning the steps, you know, how many times when you are working with a teacher or staff member on doing something and you're, you know, you're saying, Hey, you know, click this key and move your mouse this way and do a right click here. And then you kind of want to just take over the process. It's make sure it's no, I'm not going to sit in front of the computer and do the keys for you. And you watch me, you're going to sit in front of the computer. I'm going to talk you through the process and I want to watch you do it. And then step back a little bit and say, okay, let's recreate the situation. Let's see how much that they've remembered and see if give them that moment, that time to pause and recreate and do it on their own. And and that's so difficult, right? Because you need to allow that time. They need to understand that they're here in a learning experience and that you're just not sitting down there to do things for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's tough. Again, you know, it's just sort of that, you know, innate, nature to just want to say but on their part you know here i've got 10 minutes on my prep i'm really in a hurry i just need to get this done so you know why can't you just do it for me and and we have to make sure that we pause as tech coaches and and uh staff development uh developers to be able to step back and say no 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 you know you you have to learn the skill um by me doing it you're not going to walk away with anything we get to the last one here and and this one hits not just for coaching but anybody who's been in a a teaching role especially as a parent right and it's that time where your kid comes up and says can you put my shoes on for me can you put my shoes on and you help them you show them you put your shoes on they do it with you but eventually nick what is that fourth thing that we have to keep in mind constantly when teachers are coming up and asking for us to do things for them 
probably the simplest one as far as thinking about it in terms, right, is just to stop doing things. Just stop doing things for them, right? Absolutely. You know, and and we got to remember that, you know, I, I always think of it, you know, we're not te- we're we're not giving them fish that is going to feed them for that one day. We're teaching them how to fish so that they can do this now for the rest of their their life and and their time and the career uh, teaching and in education. So, if we kind of pull back and say less is more here, I'm going to give you the opportunity to take control of this learning and they don't you know, it's now the onus is on them to say, okay, if I want that coach, I have to now buy into what the coach is telling me and, and listen to what they have to say. I, I think I've said this for every one of these now, Nick, but that's so hard, right? Because you know that if you don't do things, that's going to impact the students, right? Like if the teacher says, oh, I just don't need that, right? Or the, the, the one that I sometimes get is, you know, I, I don't want to do anything that's going to give me more work. And that's tough because if you're not going to do things to help out the teachers and you're going to be relying on the teachers to do everything, you know that the students aren't getting maximum education in their classrooms. And you determine if you're going to sit back and let that happen or if you're going to say, all right, I'll make the video for you. But don't we, you know, I guess playing sort of, you know, devil's advocate to you, but I but I definitely agree with what you're saying is, you know, think about that in terms of the classroom. How often do we have students that, don't want to take the ownership and then they sit there. Is it, is it the teacher's expectation to then just jump in and do whatever the expectation is for the students? And no, you know, the teacher generally, I, and I've watched a lot of teachers do it. They, they take that pause time and they go, okay, well, I'm giving you ownership of this right now. You're going to have to make the decision of how you want, what you want to go from here, what you want to do. Um, and I think as you pull back and I think they start to understand like here, I'll, I might feed you a little pieces here and i'll give you these crumbs but again i'm not going to create the thing for you i i I agree and i think there's a difference but it is hard it's absolutely hard right so so if you give the kids three different options and they choose the easiest one at least they have the options right Right. but sometimes in our roles with teachers they don't know the questions to ask Right. So I'm not ever going to come to you, Nick, and say, why don't you go and create a brand new website for yourself? Mm -hmm. Because I know that's not what you as a teacher do. But I might come and say, I'll build the website for you. You're going to be better off. It's going to take me five minutes. Don't worry about it. That's different than me as the teacher saying, Nick, you can make a website, make a podcast or make a video. And you go, "Uh, which is the easiest? Because at least you have all the options here. It's hard as a tech coach to be putting an option in front of the teachers that you know they're not going to do or mm-hmm. you think they're not going to try for whatever the reason. And it is. It's. I mean, it's hard. It comes back to, you know, the teacher, they're meeting you on that prep or on that lunchtime. And, and hey, we know it's a, it's a busy day. They want to get back to what they feel is most important. And a lot of them will tell you, look, I just want to spend the time doing working on my lesson or getting my materials together for my activity with my class. So they don't want to spend the time putting in that effort on whatever, what might feel kind of um, mundane or small to what the other tasks are that they have to complete. So I totally get it. And it's, and it's hard. It's hard to stop doing those things, especially as a coach and, and mentor and teacher leader and doing that where you feel like your job is to consistently make sure the product that comes out, is something that can kind of be, you know, shown off and that it highlights your job and the things that you're doing so that you can get in working with other teachers. 
Well, I, I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, showing off, being able to, having a good product. Because I want to throw a fifth one in here for you. We haven't talked about this, not on the show notes, but what if, Nick, somebody comes to you and says, Nick, I don't understand how to do this. Could you help me? But maybe you're just overloaded. Maybe you don't have the bandwidth to take on one more teacher project. Maybe you're already dealing with the entire science department and math department, and you just don't have the daylight to take on one more teacher project, no matter how sincere that teacher goes, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I think the key for that then comes in making sure you have the resources available to the teacher. So if I have a teacher and I go, look, I, you know, I can't take on this task. I can't create it for you. But how can maybe I do something that's enough work that I've, that I've alleviated a lot of the time spent doing research and learning for them to get right away to into the creation aspect and the doing piece? So if I can provide them now with resources or I have a flipped video, I have a go-to YouTube clip, I've got a crib sheet or tip sheet. Those are little things that end up going a long way that teachers then can say, hey, at least now I have a guide and I don't have to go doing all the research and spending the time to try to find it. So he's alleviated me on that end. So now let me spend the time trying it out. And then, you know what you say? Look, if that didn't work out or when you're done, if you need a, a more of a one to one time working with me on this, I'll be happy to help you out, you know, next week or whenever you're you're more alleviated in time. And that's why I am so happy that we have created a professional learning network, Nick, where tech coaches can go and share information, find those tips and tricks. Because as we've been saying here, Nick, not every single tech coach has that bag of tricks, especially if you're in your first or second year. And that's why it's important for us today to go back to your computers and go to teachercast.net slash mastermind. We have a lot of great things. Nick, talk to us a little bit about what a tech coach can get and have access to when they sign up for our mastermind? So a lot of things, I mean, this is what you just said. It's going to build that that bag of tricks for you. You're going to have some go-tos that you can get, and then you're going to learn some information and gain some knowledge in some other areas. So we're going to have a, uh, a course on that that's going to be part of this. So when you join the mastermind, you get a course on building a technology and ed tech integration plan, which is great because that's pieces in, you know, how do I assess my staff and faculty and teachers on what they know or don't know and what are the skills and things that they need to know and, and apps and programs you might have in your district and that, how do I deliver that content and that knowledge to uh, an LM, uh, learning about learning management systems and not any one particular learning management system, but just what's the learning theory behind it and how can you use a learning management system to deliver, you know, anytime, anywhere professional development. Um, and then you know, access to the Facebook group, which is going to then give you the shared resource of all of the tech coaches that are in cohorts one and two and whatever cohorts we build from there. So now you've got this growing PLN of tech coaches um, and then access to different crib sheets and tip sheets and s'more newsletters and, and a lot of the stuff that has become our go to's when we have to give something quickly to a teacher to help them out. Um, this is where we go. There's a lot of stuff that we have over there. Check it out over at teachercast.net slash mastermind. We have a fantastic program for you. If you're looking for a two-month plan, six-month plan, 12-month plan, we have a lot of great stuff. And, of course, we offer $50 off for using the promo code TC50 
Or if you're looking for the six or 12 month plans, you can use the promo code 100. That's 100 to get $100 off your membership of a six or 12 month subscription. Nick, we have a great show coming up next week. It's everybody's favorite show. It is our Tech Coach Roundtable. Talk to us a little bit about what we can expect topic-wise and who our guests are going to be next week on our show. Yeah, so we actually, I'm always excited about the Tech Coach Roundtable. Um, just getting an opportunity to speak to a couple other people every week that maybe we don't, or once a month when we do these, that we don't get to talk to all of the time. So we have... Um, going to have on kitty trip she's going to be on there to help us out um shira uh Leibowitz, hope i got that the right way right <laughs> and um uh, is going to be on there as well and just talk to us um you know about a variety of things you know some of the things we're talking about right now you know how do you work with teachers and coach teachers and staff to you know what are some of your go-to programs how do you build systems so what's your system as a tech coach or, or a staff developer and whatnot so just a lot of different short succinct things that i think a lot of tech coaches are going to be able to um take away from that roundtable session so that's going to be happening on January 28th. That's actually going to be dropping while we're down in Florida. Looking forward to that. And I don't know, Nick, I think we might need to find some time to do a Tech Coach uh, Roundtable show in Florida. Um, on February 4th, we're actually going to be doing a, a, a different show, one that we really haven't done. We're actually going to be focusing more on the app. We're going to be focusing on our Tech Coach Chrome extensions. So, yeah, and, and that's funny, you know, now that you said that, we haven't really spent a lot of time talking about apps and programs, um, let alone extensions. So this should be kind of fun. You know, what what, you, what does Jeff have in his browser, uh, in his Chrome browser, and what extensions is he using to what are my go-tos, what am I using? And uh, we're going to talk about, you know, what are our go-tos for, for tech coaches. Now, we don't want to just share ours. We want to share yours. If you go over to, to twitter.com slash ask the tech coach, we're actually going to be pinning a tweet up to the top of our uh, our ask the tech coach uh, Twitter feed here because we want to know what your uh, your Chrome extensions are. We're putting together a compilation of hopefully the top 20, top 30, top 40, whatever we can get from our, our, our listeners out there. We want to know what Chrome extensions you guys use. And uh, Nick, you want to know my favorite Chrome extension? All right, what is it? not going to tell you. You're going to have to come back on February the 4th, and I'll share that with you then. So check out our show on January 28th next week for our Tech Coach Roundtable, and of course the following week on February 4th, we're coming back for our Tech Coach Chrome Extension Extravaganza. And Nick, that wraps up this episode of Ask the Tech Coach, episode number 35. Uh, where can people find out more about the great things that you're doing? So they can go to my website, uh, www.nicholasamorel.com or obviously on Twitter you can follow me at namorelpdu and of course we want to remind you guys you can always learn more about our podcast by going to askthetechcoach.com we got some great blogs resources, podcasts, video tutorials all that great stuff and more over at askthetechcoach.com and we want to say thank you guys for making TeacherCast your home for professional development network. Nick, we've been seeing a lot of great tweets saying that they're listening out there. We have a growing audience out there. People are joining the mastermind. We want to say thank you for making TeacherCast and the TeacherCast Tech Coaching Network a part of your professional development. And uh, let us know that you guys are out there. Ask us some questions. We'd love to be doing it. We're looking at possibly putting together a live podcast or doing some other neat things using video in the very 
very near future. So on behalf of Nick and everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury. And I'm Nick Amaral. Reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.